Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of June 14th, 2020. We welcome Cat Meows. This Venezuelan-American songwriter and singer joins us to talk about her latest single and a whole lot more coming up next on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, it's another episode here. Thank you very much for tuning in and joining us. Make sure you follow us on our socials at The Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media, both on Instagram and Facebook and on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rromano201, our website, theromanshow.com. We welcome uh, Los, and, uh, Los Angeles-based Venezuelan-American singer and songwriter Cat Meows on the program. She just uh, released a uh, new single, Back for More. It's a very bluesy, uh, very uh, stadium uh, rock-like uh, song that you can enjoy. And it's available right now uh, on Cloud Kid. Uh, and you can also check her out on Spotify and all the rest of the streaming services. And I have a, a nice interview there, a nice talk with Kat, who talks to me about uh, music in general, um, her, her, her lyrics, and, uh, and and a little bit about Spanish music, a little Spanish rock. How uh, there are so many legendary Spanish rock bands that, uh, and some of them are, are very heavy and and and, and hardcore. Uh, so tune in and just a little bit as Cat Meows will join us right here on the program. And uh, by the way, I'm your host Rodolfo Roman. So thanks so much again for tuning in. This program is brought to you by Fight Back CBD. Head on over to fightbackcbd.com and get yourself some Fight Back CBD, especially during the times that we are in uh, a lot of anxiety. And this stuff really helps out. That's fightbackcbd.com. Ball wash, my friends. You hear me talk about it all the time. It's a great product. You use it in uh, while you're showering and make sure that you rub that thing right there, your jewels, your family jewels, and you will be smelling fresh and clean. That is ballwash.com is the website, ballwash.com. And while you're at it, you need to trim yourself down there, guys. Listen, the best tool for you men and women is Manscaped. Head on over to manscaped.com. Right now, use the promo code The Roman Show to get a percentage off your purchase. And the Manscaped is the best tool for mowing your lawn down, down there. You know what I'm talking about. Trust you me when I tell you this stuff. Manscaped.com is the website. Use the promo code The Roman Show. All right, let's kick into gear, guys. Again, thank you very much for joining us. Got lots to talk about. Uh, very active week, I must say, but. Listen, the numbers of um, COVID-19 
are going through the roof here especially in in florida they've been going up like crazy now doctors or experts haven't really say said that it's because of the 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 protests or whatnot or because they opened up the businesses but one thing is sure sure man stay home if you don't need to be out there don't number one is way too hot out there it's it's already uh summertime and if it hasn't been feeling summertime it sure as hell is because i was just myself out there exercising like around 11 ish 12 ish noon ish and and it it felt like hell it felt like hell a typical exercise, typical workout that I was doing, I would do it on my own with no problem around December time. But it's just the exhaustion. And if you go out to a protest and you're feeling, you know, you're surrounded by all these people and the heat, you're asking for it. So listen, guys, be be wise about this. Be very cautious when you go out there. Make sure you wash your hands uh, make sure you wear your mask, although some people don't want to wear it. That's fine. And listen, I'm guilty myself. I don't always wear the mask. I wear it when I go to the store. I wear it when I go to the, the when I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people. I wear it when I'm at the park if I'm not exercising. But I'll be honest, if, I, if I'm going for a little brisk walk around my neighborhood, I don't. I don't wear it. I'll, I'll be honest. But if you're in a place like a protest, you better wear your damn mask. Don't fight... Don't don't try to make this thing a whole political thing. It's about being courteous uh, to you and to others. Because sure, maybe you might have it and you're able to fight it, but the person that you give it to might not. And you might feel guilty for doing that. So make sure that you, you're, you're following the right procedures and staying healthy and clean during this time. Because if not, we might go back to quarantine. And I, I don't lie to you because... The city, uh, the county mayor here in South Florida said that, listen, that is one option that we are definitely going to be looking at. And these numbers keep increasing by the number, by, by the days. Well, we continue on, guys. Uh, as, as you know, Paul Heyman over the week uh, has been now released from being the executive producer or writer, head writer for Monday Night Raw. Uh, no longer. He will be in charge of the red brand. Now, I, I and I'll be honest here. Uh, I've, I've, when it comes to, to, to wrestling or Raw or anything, I catch it, but I haven't been catching it as much. Um, reason being is that, I, and it's not, it has nothing to do with the lack of fans. No, no, no. I think it's just the writing. You know, the writing just hasn't been there. The stories haven't been there for me. It's very, you know, you know what's going to happen. There's no reason why you're tuning in if you know who's going to win and and what's going to occur. I just, I just don't understand though. um, Why the numbers are low though. I mean, they're, they're pretty bad. Uh, and 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 it has to it has to be with the writing, and we're not blaming this on Paul Heyman. Remember, he's just one guy, and in the beginning, he you saw that he was really pushing towards the somewhat of an edgy content content. 
but it just wasn't working. It just wasn't working, and he was pushing younger guys. It almost felt like Raw was becoming a, a SmackDown, or pushing new guys. You know, with SmackDown back then, that's that's what it was. It would allow you to 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 wrestle and show yourself. But it's just been very bad. I'll be honest. I do tune in on Wednesday. I do watch AEW. I'm not trying to tell you that it's better than the other. No, I'm not telling you that it's better than NXT because I catch NXT. But for me, AEW, it's it's still fresh to me. Although it's going to be almost well, they started in October, but um, they've they they deliver fresh stuff. I don't know. They 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 tend to be a little bit more open as far as storyline wise. Not that I'm a fan of every single thing that they do, because I'm not. But it's pretty entertaining stuff, and they 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 go over the edge sometimes. Not your typical expected thing, like on a Monday Night Raw, like you know what's going to happen. And Steve's delivering wonderful wrestling; they sure do. But lately, just but wrestling in, in general, though, it just hasn't been the same. And I'm just not saying this. The numbers are are, are, are are proof. And again, I'm not blaming the whole pandemic. I think that the, the lack of fans doesn't really matter, in my opinion. Content is content. It shouldn't matter. If you're giving me a good... Uh, when you watch a movie... Whether you're watching at home or you're watching a movie theater, you don't need fans, do you? You don't you want you don't need other expectators. You're just watching the damn movie for what it is, for the content that they're giving you. So the departure of Paul Heyman now leaves Bruce Pritchard, uh, Pritchard as the lead writer for both Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Let's see if Bruce is able to do something and wrong. Although some guys, they were being pushed, will now potentially uh, not be able to continue that push. Well, New Japan Pro Wrestling held a secret set of TV tapings in in Los Angeles, dubbed the Lions Break Collision. This was confirmed by PW Insider. Uh, they filmed about 10 matches that were recorded on a closed set. All of the talent of the sh- on the show was American, and the show featured the official debut of former MLW champion Tom Lawler. Lawler reportedly worked two matches, one against Rocky Romero and one against Alex Kaufman. Other featured superstars included Jeff Cobb, TJP, Rocky Romero, Clark Connors, uh, Carl Fredericks, and Misterioso. They also said that Tyler Bateman versus Brody King took place on the taping yesterday with that bout scheduled to air on a future episode of ROH TV. And ROH has been speaking or saying that they will be uh, filming some stuff so they can put out some content because it's been some long time since Ring of Honor has put any fresh content. Now it is unknown at this time when the content will be used or shown to fans. New Japan is scheduled to resume operations tomorrow, that being uh, June 15th, in Japan, broadcasting the first matches of the 2020 New Japan Cup. So slowly but surely, we are getting more content, more sports. And we have to be grateful for that. Because I think we take for granted 
live sports and i don't know about you guys but i'm kind of bored already of watching the same thing over and over again on netflix so give, giving us some fresh content some 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 stuff we haven't seen or heard definitely makes it a big change goes a long way man goes a long way sure does dustin rhodes uh was mentioned in the howard's on the howard stern show as there is a bit that they they play and it was um when dustin rhodes or dustin rhodes was gold dust where he had a tick problem so howard talking about that um what happened to dustin rhodes where is he and someone brought it up and said oh he's he's still wrestling and he is now with aew so howard stern said never heard of it now, if you are not a wrestling fan and you haven't seen wrestling for a long time, I will put my bottom dollar, bet my bottom dollar that you too don't know AEW. So Dustin Reynolds invited Howard Stern to an AEW show. I don't know if Dustin knows this, but Howard Stern does not like traveling. He's been stuck in his home because of whole COVID-19. The guy is a, a huge germaphobe. So wishful thinking there, uh, the American, uh, not the American nightmare, but the nightmare, uh, Dustin Runnels or Goldust. Don't think you're going to get Howard Stern to attend an AEW show. And I don't care if, when all this stuff gets better and, and you guys start traveling. And he lives in New York and in West Palm Beach. Yeah, he, he he won't be going to an AEW show. I could I could I could put my again, I could put bet a hundred bucks right now on the table. He won't be going anywhere. Well listen, we've been getting some great music lately, a lot of acoustic sets, a lot of fresh content from the world of music, and we are very thankful for that because it keeps us entertained. Great albums will be dropping or have dropped. One of them being Lamb of God will be dropping an album very soon. So much great content out there. Uh, and it's sad we're going to have to wait another year or more to hear it live because of the pandemic. But rest assured that we'll be way more than grateful when we do get to hear this music live. Uh, I know Avenged Sevenfold has mentioned they will be dropping an album later this year. Uh, but one lady has already dropped a new single. And I am talking about Cat Meows. She has dropped her latest single, Back For More, which is available right now on your, faming, famous, or your, your favorite streaming service. And it, when I spoke to her, she mentioned that there was a purpose, the reasoning, a reasoning behind the writing of the lyrics for this song. So tune in right now, Cat Meows on the Roman Show, up next. Welcome back everyone to the Roman Show. Uh, available on the other 
streaming services such as Spotify and, and anyone that you prefer. But Kat, thanks so much for joining us uh, uh, on the program here and taking your time to speak to us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Well, first and foremost, uh, Kat, one thing that, that is pretty cool, I don't, I don't see too many Venezuelan Americans uh, uh, singing some rock and roll. I think that you know, someone that came close to a South American, uh, or at least a sentence of South American, Shakira. You know, she she started off singing some rock and roll, uh, and then obviously turned it more pop into anything. But that's that is awesome thing. Me, me being Hispanic, that is amazing stuff. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, I just you know I grew up um, in Las Vegas actually, um, and I you know then I I went to school all over, and I just. I think when I went to music school, I just, I, that's when I really got into rock and roll. Growing up, you know, my dad always played stuff like Harry Belafonte or like Nat King Cole, or just like whatever he was into. But then um, when I went to school to learn how to play guitar, I got really into rock music. And um, yeah, that's kind of when my writing changed. Knowing the Hispanic background, did you ever kind of uh, take a look at some of the Spanish rock bands, some of the famous ones, and some that I could just think of top of my head right now? Mana is very popular. Uh, there's a whole ton of them, but but any any of them that that you. No, you'll have to actually. I mean, I would appreciate it actually if you would like, you know, text me some of those because no, like. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> my, dad, my dad was more into like old school stuff, like, oh. like Harry Belafonte. Yeah, you know, or, it's like, um, it's it's crazy. Sorry, yeah, it's crazy because uh, you know, here in America, you know, we just stick to, to listening to on the rock, but if, especially if if you if you're able to understand or, or to listen to. To, 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 the, to the music itself. You sometimes you don't even have to listen to, to the to lyrics sometimes. It's just about the, the, the music, right? But, you know, South America has so many great bands. Um, one of them being Mana. Uh, there, there's one, uh, sort of Stereo, that have, have really uh, had a movement, actually. You know, Mana is one that, from Mexico, that they, they, they are, are really proponents as far as saving the environment and, and, and so more. And they, they've really... Uh, made themselves a name, not just not just in, in South America or in Mexico, but all over the country. But absolutely, I'll definitely share some of those names, and I think you're, you'd appreciate it. Yeah, my my a friend of mine works for Camilla, and they're just they're pretty awesome, right? Um, and then, I mean, I loved growing up listening to Gloria Stefan with my dad, and I <laughs> felt like she had some songs that were that felt a little more rock. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm. I, there's a Gloria Stefan song called "Cuts Both Ways," but I really want to cover it at some point. It's really awesome. Oh yeah, we, we you know being here from Miami, the Miami Sound Machine. Uh, you know she was, she to this day it's a it's a very uh, when you say Gloria Stefan here in Miami, Florida, I mean it's like oh gosh, yeah, that's a it's a big deal even until this day. And she's actually led the way and helped a lot of other stars like Pitbull, you know, who's uh who oh, yeah. you know basically kind of like the like the godmother to him, helped him out with the with the music career. But guy, let's talk about you. So here we go, back for okay. more, the, the, the single that you have, you dropped already on, on Cloud Kid. Tell me a little bit about this, this single you have. Um, yeah, the song is called Back For More, and I really wrote it in a time in my life when I was just like, I wanted I wanted to get people's attention that had sort of like kind of passed on me, like in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of like, well, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm always going to come back for more because that's who I am. I like, can't stop creating, making music, and doing it since I was a kid, but... Um, yeah, it was just kind of like, it wasn't coming from a place of, I mean, my voice, my vocals, my scream vocals always sound a little like angry, but it was just more of like a, more of like a creative fire, I would say. So, um, it's pretty cool. I mean, the people that kind of wrote it about like ended up putting out the song, so <laughs> it's kind of awesome. 
and also not only do you have that thing go out which was released earlier this month but uh on may 6 you also had the covers um and you have so many great songs there that, that you covered uh tainted love of course that's 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 a that's a great one there uh but but power to the people really caught my attention and i mentioned to you this earlier uh, because of the current circumstances that we are in, we, we see protests and everywhere all over the country, heck, all over the world. Um, but when, when you decide to cover some of these songs for this EP, how do you determine these songs? What is something that you say, hey, you know, I, I think I could do this this way? What really triggers it? With Dottie P, the label um, that put, out, put it out had a long list of covers that they were sort of looking for because they do a lot of shopping around um, covers for, for film and TV placement. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a long list we had to choose from, and we just sort of, uh, me and the producers, like just gravitated to the ones that spoke to us. For me, it was Tainted Love. The second I saw Tainted Love on that list, I was like, that's the one. Like, there's no question. No one's going to argue with me. Like, we're doing it, <laughs> you know? Um, and I'm obsessed with how that one turned out. And Empower the People was the very first one um, that I was I was asked to do that one because the producer had already made a demo of it with another um, with a, with another singer that just kind of was singing a guide, um, and so I heard that that was the very first thing from this project I heard um, because I like covering songs and I've done it before in other in other projects, but um, you know I just really believe if you're gonna make a cover song, it, for me it needs to sound really different. Like mm-hmm. it can't be like a karaoke version of the song you know um so i was sent power to the people probably this time last year um you know and it was just had another girl singing it and i you know knew that i wanted to do it and then from there i got together with the producers and we came up with the other four and we made them together um so the sound was sort of put in place by power to the people but yeah i mean when i heard that one it was my mind was pretty blown and the fact that it came out like this time with everything that's going on is pretty strange like it's it's definitely crazy yeah, what what a coincidence that is huh now you mentioned tainted yeah, love know. tainted love as a i've heard many covers of tainted love and, and kudos to you you did you did a great cover and uh marilyn manson you know he did a great cover the scorpions did yeah. a great a, a, anyone in particular so when you look at let's say tainted love and you know that this song has been covered by many artists like I said, Manson made that song pretty popular for some that had never heard it before, the original one. Um, w- w- do you have a specific one that, that you look at and say, okay, I, I, I can't do this, I can't do that. And, and do you have a favorite? Do you have one of your favorite covers uh, that you say, wow, this is better than, than the original? And I, and I could, uh, I could I, one perfect song that I think that, that goes to this is Nine Inch Nails. They covered a Johnny Cash song and when you listen to it, you could have swore that Johnny Cash, that Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor wrote it, but it was re- an original uh, from Johnny Cash. Yeah, I think that my my favorite for Tainted Love is uh, the Soft Cell version. Mm-hmm. It came out in 1981, and it's it's used a lot. It was used in this movie Conehead yep. um, from the 90s, and I love that version. It's very, you know, it, it just has that kind of 80s like throwback. I don't know, Breakfast Clubby kind of. 80s vibe um i love that one and then i mean the first cover i ever heard like as a kid that i didn't know was a cover was tiffany's cover of like i think we're alone now <laughs> and i i mean she really i mean she really brought that song back to life and like as a kid that was such a big song when i was a kid and like i don't know it still sticks out and when i still 
you know, every now and then you'll be out and like a DJ will play her version. I'm like, it just holds, it holds for me. It's awesome. But, um, yeah, I'm stoked that Tainted Love sounds as different as it does from the other version. And I think it's fire. I really do. And, and not only do you have the EP, you have the new single, but one of, one of your songs, uh, Superstars, was featured in one of the Netflix uh, programs airing right now as we speak as well. Tell us how that came about. Oh, yeah. I'm selling Sunset. Yeah, t- yeah, tell me a little cool. about that um, one. How did that come about? What? How, how did that come about? Oh, um, so yeah, I, I work with a couple different publishers that pitch my music for film and TV, and um, that particular song, the co-writer on that song, his publisher uh, got us that placement. And, um, you know, with placements, a lot of times, they don't actually happen. You'll, you'll like be told that you got it. And then like, you know, everyone says in, on that side of the industry, not to like actually count on something unless you see it with your own eyes. Like you don't, it hasn't happened until you see it, you know? And that's very true because I've gotten lots of things that they, it's a last minute, the director of the show changed the song, but like didn't tell us, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. So with that one, it was like, I would say I found out in November and it took until, March to get an update, and then, yeah, it's kind of like that, so I watched it, and I hadn't watched Selling Sunset yet, um, but I, you know, I like to, I like to know what kind of shows my songs are in, so I did binge Selling Sunset, um, so it was fun, it was fun, because I got into the show, and then, like, to hear my song, it was kind of wild. And that, that's a different route, too, I mean, because now you're, you're, you're making music, not just, you know, for the sake of your, some of it could be picked up for music, for, for, for commercials, or for, for series, another one you got uh, that they used one of your your uh, royalty song, the one that you performed, was used for uh, an app, a workout app, uh, Centerfit. Uh, so oh, yeah, <laughs> and that was so cool. And you know what? That company, like, they get so many placements for their artists that they don't even tell you about half of them. I didn't even know that I got that. Like, I was on an Instagram, and uh, the producer sent me story and it was that you know it was that fitness app story with Chris Hemsworth um and I started like looking into it and then it was so weird every day for like the next week because that was that was literally like New Year's Day which was a cool way to start the year mm-hmm. um every day for the next week I would open up Instagram and it would be a fitness app ad for for CenterFit like mm-hmm. a different one and they would be using a different song of mine I mean it was, just kept happening I was like is this a joke <laughs> I was like it was so cool um yeah that was rad Curious, have you have you used the app? Did you do some of the workouts? I haven't done Thunderfan. I gave them a lot of shout outs. I was <laughs> that I would like, I would like a free, you know, a free, uh, what's it called, membership. But you'd figure, yeah, <laughs> you'd figure you're using your music. Why not, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love a free membership. You, you know, I've seen it in rock now. Uh, you know, women being the, the lead uh, for bands, and they've, there's been so much success. I could just name a ton of bands. One that just comes to mind is Hailstorm. Uh, another one I have in mind, uh, New Year's Day, uh, In This Moment with Maria Brinks. And, and you could just go on and on and on. But do you see here uh, this change? You know, w- women are having that opportunity to be the main vocalist, to be the face of the band. And, and you think we're ready to, we're headed down the right way uh, when it comes to this? Because at one point, you know, I, I don't feel that women. Uh, we're engaging that that much of that that appreciation of what they bring to the table as being the lead in a band, but you think we're heading the wrong way, uh, the right way. Now that we have bands like I that, don't know how, I don't know how it is. 
Miami, but I swear in LA, like uh-huh. every local band I know, I would say 99% have a female front woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I it's not a new thing for me. I think I think it's you know like Blondie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could yeah, I could all, I could also name a hundred thousand bands with, with yeah. front women in rock. But I mean, I think for a while, a lot of people thought rock was dead, and I think it's gonna come back after this because I was talking to someone else who was saying that. Um, you know, before venues reopen, um, people are going to be having DIY, like a garage band, like parties at their house, which I was like, you were so right. I hadn't even thought about that, you know, um, which I think is going to be, you know, a, a resurgence for rock. So that'd be cool. And it's funny you mentioned that. And then we'll, we'll, we'll go on to another subject here since we were in quarantine for so long. Um, did you take this opportunity to write some music, you know, maybe prepare another album? What, what did you do during this time of the pandemic? Yeah, I've written some music. I got I got a lot of prompts from the people I, I work for that, that pitch for film and TV, like what what kind of stuff music supervisors are looking for now. So I was writing for more for that than like for songs that I would like to put out. Every now and then it'll be like the perfect storm of something I write for that had its original purpose was to write it for film and TV will also be something I have made really personal. Um, and so I'll, I'll want to put that song out. Um, but yeah, this quarantine, I was sort of just trying to take jobs um, specifically for placement and film and TV. So that's the kind of stuff I was writing. But now I'm, you know, I've, I want to put out another EP this year, later in the year, and um, probably call it the Back for More EP and have Back for More be on it. Um, and so I'm, I'm trying to get together like four or five more songs that are in the same, the same vein as covers or Back for More. That is awesome. So we mentioned about concerts, right? We don't know exactly when we're going to go back to the to the clubs or, yeah. or the stadiums or whatnot. And you mentioned this garage band, which I listen. I think is a great idea. How cool would it be in your local neighborhood? You hold a a little concert there. How how do you think it's going to change when we go back? You know, everybody talks about the whole temperature stuff, but you know, you we're so used to when we go to a concert, we're up, we're close to each other. You know, maybe you get, if you're in a heavy metal one, you're, you're mosh pitting or crowd surfing. Uh, but, or, or if not, you're just headbanging. But how do you think does this, it, it's going to change, I would say, the vibe. And I remember back when 911 and the whole terrorism stuff, they they ended up putting um, barricades to separate you from the main stage. So now you're really far away from the artists and you know, they're able to shake their hands. Uh, what, what, is, what is your take on this? I think masks are just going to be around for a long time. And I think I've, I know of other bands that are getting their own like merch masks made, like with their logo on the mask and probably are going to start selling those at shows or handing them out at shows. Um, I think masks are going to be in our, our life for another at least two years until there's like a real vaccine that everyone is able to get. Um, so I think, you know, and that might just mean that like, bars at venues will not be a thing for a little while you know you know because people are just constantly taking off their masks to drink i don't know how well how efficient the masks are um but yeah i mean i went to a restaurant for the first time last night wow um and the waiters and the hostess and everyone in the kitchen they all had masks on and it was it was strange everyone no one else did and you know it felt like a very full restaurant um Mm -hmm. actually uh, they even had like outside seating open. There were tons of people outside talking and drinking, and uh, but it was weird the dynamic with the waiter. Like you almost didn't want to look at them. You know, <laughs> it was uncomfortable to not have a mask and like be looking at them and it, just to see their eyes. And they were all wearing black masks. I mean, it's 
so strange. It was so <laughs> apocalyptic, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I felt like it, like, I mean, I tipped the same that I always tip, but, like, I feel like for a lot of people, like, I bet it's affecting their tips because, you know, they like to, like, talk to the guests right, and, right. like, it, it kind of cuts that out, you know? Yeah. yeah. It takes away from that whole neighborhood feeling, you know, hey, come, you know, yes. welcome to your neighborhood restaurant, we're a family here and so forth. Now, yeah. when it comes to, to this, we've been seeing a lot of uh, musicians that have gone on, on Facebook and YouTube and, and all these other uh, avenues of hosting uh, virtual concerts. Um, and, and what's your take on that? Because, see, when you go travel to a different city, you know, here, here I am, I'm finally going to see my, my, my favorite artist and I'm going to be able to see uh, them perform in front of me. But then another thing is when you watch it on on. on uh, on the internet because you're going to see the same band play the same song. They might throw in there maybe a, a cover song, but what's your take on that? And do you see this going a little further down uh, the future, p- more artists doing this stuff? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I can only speak for myself. I don't find it that entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I clicked on certain people's live performances, but I didn't even hang in for very long. Like, you know, I like... I like Chris Martin from um, from Coldplay a lot. I think he's uh-huh. a freaking huge talent. And I, I clicked into his, like, live from home and his piano. And I, like, I think I made it through half a song. And I was just like, <laughs> uh, you know, I, was, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me. The ones, like, there were a couple that I watched for longer. But they were um, people that I know that are in bands with either their family members uh-huh. or um, their significant others. So when I clicked in, it was like, the band in their actual home environment with the whole band like playing and that to be was more interesting to watch because I was watching the chemistry I was like getting like this secret peek into like their real life you uh-huh, know uh-huh. like like environments and that to me was more entertaining but I'm, I'm not gonna I didn't last the whole concert that they had I probably got to two songs you know <laughs> um me I didn't do it I what I did uh the producers of my cover DP wanted to do they wanted to do a version of fame so we did an acoustic version of fame but it wasn't live like we you know we made it and cut it together and put it out and it's cool i mean it it sounds great and it's you know fine for what it is like you know but you know one song i don't yeah i don't know i hope i hope that virtual concerts are not the thing from now on (laughs) well you know one thing i've noticed though that has come out out of this is the some of the acoustic songs that some of the bands have 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 released are, are amazing uh, how they're able to transition uh, some of the heavy stuff into acoustic stuff and it's, it's marvelous uh, you know but but i will tell you this much i think i, I would take um the the virtual concerts over the uh the concert like drive-in concerts i'm sure you heard of that one i have heard of drive-in I, I don't I know mean, how that would work. How would you feel? Honestly, <laughs> I like the idea more than I like the, um, you know, more than I like to sit on my couch and watch a virtual concert. But well, I, I like that idea. It's kind of cool. And at the same time, you know, you could bring your drinks. Hopefully, you don't drink and drive. You have a designated driver, but you could save the That's cost. True. You could save the cost uh, with, with the drinking and then the yeah. food. Well, Kat, I want to thank you so very much for your time and, uh, we look forward to hearing more stuff from you coming in the, in the near future. And as you mentioned, you're going to put up another EP. We'll be looking out for that. So thanks so much. And, uh, when you're in Miami, please let us know so we can catch you in action on stage.
right, Cat. Well, thanks so very much for joining us here in the program. Again, fresh content, new stuff from our favorite musicians and new musicians. If you haven't heard of Cat Meows, well, you did so here in Rome. But so much great content coming out. Look, Miles Kennedy just mentioned that he is finished writing his second solo album. And uh, should be releasing sometime soon. I know Fozzie uh, of Chris Chris Jericho's Fozzie has mentioned they're done. Um, or they will be done with an album. Clint Laurie of Seven Dust said that the next album is going to be one of the strongest records in a while. As you know, the, the great Seven Dust, man. They, those guys are soldiers. And they put out music, an album almost every year to be honest. But uh, their last album actually was back in 2018, and they marked the group's first album with Rise Records, the Oregon-based metal and hard rock label, which was purchased by BMG in 2015. So looking forward to this stuff right here, new music coming out of Seven Dust, but Clint released some music himself, and you can check out on your favorite streaming service. So just check on uh, there, there, Clint Lowry with new music. Socks and Mixed Martial Arts, a uh, great, great night of fights this past weekend. But one thing came about, uh, there was a shooter who claimed to be a UFC fighter. This happened in San Antonio where a man was turned away, who was turned away from a bar, uh, shot and wounded at least eight people in the parking lot late Friday. Now the alleged gunman claimed to be a UFC fighter Prior to the shooting. Now UFC President Dana White. Hopes it isn't true. I hope so too. I don't want to be. Um, that mixed martial arts. Is in the news for the wrong reasons. Now as of Sunday morning. Police still were searching. For the gunman who fled the scene. The San Antonio Police Chief. William McManus. Said in a briefing. Early Saturday. Now the government was part of a small group that left a bar in northern San Antonio and walked across the street to Rebar, a large night spot that often has live music and DJ performances. The group was turned away at the door because they were inebriated. Let's just cross our fingers that it is not a UFC fighter. But the nights, the, the, the fights uh, last night were definitely uh, quite and very impressive. Except for the main event. Kind of like some spike. But those first three fights in the preliminary card. Wow. Each fight lasted less than two minutes. In the, the, those first fights. If you haven't had a chance to see that, I hope that you could, you're able to head on over to your ESPN Plus and, and watch it on demand. Because boy, oh boy, were they good fights. Yes, indeed. Now, the UFC will be having uh, its next fight card on June 20th. So this is this coming weekend. That's going to fe- feature Curtis Blades versus Alexander Volkov. Shane Burgos versus Josh Emmett. Raquel Pennington versus Marion Renew. Lehman Good versus Bilal Mohammed. Jim Miller. Versus Roosevelt Roberts. So great night of fights again. Look, Matt Fravola is on the undercard. Matt Fravola uh, competed for uh, Titan FC. Uh, so good stuff coming out of this fight card. And listen, they're putting on some freaking fights. Tisha Torres, too. She's taking on Brianna Van Buren. 
Bobby Green versus Clay Guida. They're giving us content, man. They they definitely are giving us content, and it's the UFC. It's mixed martial arts. Um, the only company out there that's giving us some stuff to see uh, almost on a weekly basis. And we're getting ready for Fight Island. Fight Island uh, is going to feature Burns versus Kamaru Usman. Aldo uh, will also be part of the fight card for the Fight Island fight that's coming along. So Pretty good stuff, man. It's going to take place for UFC 251. Max Holloway, too, uh, will be competing in a, in a rematch for his belt against Alexander Volkanovsky. And uh, as I mentioned, Aldo versus Peter Yan will fight for the vacant bantamweight crown. And it's going to be in Abu Dhabi. It's not this island that they were building. They've held shows there in the, the past. So it's not what the hype was all about. Uh, you know, but at the same time, listen, it's it fights. I'm looking forward to it. And every mixed martial arts fan out there should definitely look forward to a great fight card. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we're going to go on on YouTube. We're going to do a little little quick chat there on, on YouTube live. Going to check some stuff out here from the crowd. Uh, again, just head on over to allromano201. That is the, the uh, YouTube channel. And we can sit down, talk a little bit, talk a little sports, talk a little uh, rock and roll, whatever it is. So we help uh, that you can join us. All right. And you can chit chat with us and uh, you know, just a few minutes. Get, get a little vibe from it, right? All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for tuning in uh, to the Roman Show this week. We'll catch you right here on the on your favorite streaming service. Remember, we're on iHeartRadio now, uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, blog talk and of course our website theromashow.com so with that being said thank you very much we'll catch you next week right here in the program if you haven't been on you haven't been heard thanks very much everyone okay.